And I've just been lucky enough to be joined by Gary Baker, Managing Director of the CFA Institute, who just had the opening speech of the event. And you mentioned, just to touch upon the most recent one, uh, greenwashing in particular, which is also an issue which we heard from, from our previous uh, speakers. So I was wondering if you could touch a bit more upon that issue for the people, unfortunately, who was not able to come to this event. <laughs> yeah, I think there's uh, there's a couple of things to say on it. I think you know, greenwashing, is, it, it's almost inevitable that I think given where the industry, how quickly the industry has grown to meet um, what is really an exploding client demand for ESG-type products, I think it's inevitable that within that you're going to get you know, some actors that are less ethical in terms of what they're pitching. Um, but I think the problem is that you know, there's no real sense of, of how common or pervasive that is. We had a, a recent instance uh, that was reported on a couple of weeks ago that Morningstar had removed one of the ethical filters from their website in terms of how they classify funds. Um, and that led to you know, one of the major investment management groups uh, reviewing how its funds were being positioned on, on their own website. And you know, unfortunately, that led to the conclusion that only one out of 49 funds that were labeled as ethically compliant actually had a specific ethical mandate. The rest had just been caught in this general Morningstar definition of of what an ESG fund was. And I think that's the problem, that there is confusion in terms of uh, what clients see. They are looking for products that they feel meet a certain wider return criteria that they have. Um, and I think that we're doing them a disservice by not being clear as to what we are selling, how we are selling it, and what our expectations are as an industry within that. And I think that that runs the risk that at some point um, people lose confidence and lose faith and lose trust in, in what we are claiming are funds that, that are meeting certain ESG criteria. And that would be a real tragedy because so much of the industry is engaged in doing very good stuff and really thinking seriously about much more purposeful capitalism. But uh, if we have one or two stories where that is not the case, then you know, of course we run the risk of losing all of that good, I think, quite easily. Reputations are lost very quickly. Yes, and that is a, a very uh, good point, and it's a good segue as well to uh, the next topic, which is how, as you mentioned, there is an increasing demand for sustainable products. Uh, what are the main challenges besides greenwashing, and how can the supplier meet this demand appropriately? Wow, big questions. It's, um, I think one of, one of the challenges inevitably is, is trying to come up with an accepted... Uh, way of, of how we classify things, how we report, how we disclose. Um, you know, just to say something is ESG compliant doesn't really mean a great deal because you're not really sure what aspect you're judging that on, who is judging it, is there independent third-party verification of that. Um, and I think we've got to be prepared as an industry to be much more thoughtful and, and precise in terms of how we are trying to sell these products, and then how we're then reporting back on what the returns are, how the returns are generated, and what is the total cost of those returns. It's not just financial anymore. There is definitely a demand to have a wider viewpoint as to 
what returns are and what costs are. Um, and I think for for many in the industry, that is going to be a very challenging thing to be able to organize themselves to deliver on that because that requires a real commitment to transparent, standardized data usage, data reporting, auditing trails. So we're starting to see some funds are very well developed on this. I think others still have a lot of work to do. And uh, you had uh, in the beginning of your speech a term I enjoyed very much, the rabbit hole of sustainability and uh, the challenge of not falling down. Yeah. Could you please, uh, as a finalizing comment, comment a bit on this, please? Yeah, I mean, what, what I'm really trying to emphasize there is that we can't just look at sustainability as, as an end in itself. It is vitally interconnected with other uh, imperatives and requirements. So you, we can't declare happily that X fund has reached its sustainability goals without also thinking about what its return goals are and how it's achieved that. Um, and what I'm to, sort of trying to emphasize with that rabbit hole analogy is that we have to be broad in our view. Sustainability for me, the definition of sustainability, yes, it encapsulates ESG, but it's also sustainability of returns. It's sustainability of careers. It's sustainability of the profession, of the industry. Um, and I think we've got to be prepared to accept that it's complicated and not be too... Uh, too keen or too too um, anxious to declare victory on ESG without also thinking about how that plays through into other areas.